Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Hello, good evening and welcome to Newsnight. And tonight. Akunta Mining is not engaged in any illegal mining anywhere in Ghana as we speak. The voice of President Ekufado has put some strong defense for Akunta Mining Company Limited, insisting the company is not involved in any form of illegal mining anywhere in the country. We'll speak uh, with the uh, convener of the Media Coalition against Galamsey for some reactions. Plus, get an update on their petition to the police to investigate Akunta Mining Company. Also, reconstruction of a PAT community, 30% complete as lands and natural resources minister assures the contractors are on schedule to finish the project in June. We are above 30% um, completion um, and we expect that by June 5th we should complete the entire project and then hand over. Thank you. Well, there's more as uh, the chief of the area is appealing for more relief items to help residents cope. Your coffers now are hard here. We must dry He says that their funds have actually run out. Well, there's more from the traditional authority, uh, and we'll be speaking live with our reporter on the ground. Also tonight, former Director General of the Ghana Health Service, Professor Ajiman Budu Akosa, calls for establishment of an of a supervisory body to resolve the tension between doctors, nurses, and other health professionals. There's lack of supervision of all professional groupings, and it has allowed people to attempt to do what they like. And that is why this friction continues. Meanwhile, committee set up to investigate the misconduct of the Ashanti Regional Director of the National Service Secretariat, Alexo Poku, affirms his uh, two-month suspension. We'll hear from the Ghana Registered Nurses and Midwives Association, which has been reacting in business. Agric workers uh, cast doubts over sectors picked up fortunes despite improved GDP numbers for third quarter last year. And George uh, will be joining us with the latest in business. Uh, but later, the debate on the construction of the National Cathedral must be healthy. Architect uh, David Ajay takes on critics dis- describing as fake investigations uh, claims of opaque dealings in the ongoing construction of the building. All the information is in the public realm, and actually people are ignoring to look at the information. And they're saying things that are counter to what is actually out there in the public realm.
while we have uh, these and more coming your way on Newsnight. Thanks for joining us on Newsnight. My name is Blessed Soga. And tonight, the company at the center of the controversy about illegal mining in the Tanotnimri forest in the western region has re- received the highest endorsement of its operations from President Nanadudankwekufado, who says it has not engaged in any such act. The president insists Akunta Mining Company Limited is not involved in any form of illegal mining anywhere in Ghana. Well, you recall that the Despite having a mining lease, the Ministry of Lines and Natural Resources in October 2022 uh, stopped a contact mining company limited owned by the New Patriotic Party's Ashanti Regional uh, Chairperson, Bernard Entrebosiako, from mining in the forest reserve. The matter is also being investigated by the special prosecutor as we speak. Uh, we'll hear from the uh, residents shortly, but first here is an except of a documentary by my colleague Erastus Asari Donko, uh, which discovered mining uh, by the company in the forest. Some indigents of Samraboy told Love News many of these sites belong to Chairman Wuntumi's Akonta Mining Limited. But officials of the company will not speak to our news team about the effects of the operations on environment visible from above. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Two security men wielding pump-action guns approached our team and after establishing our identity and registering their protest over our drone activities, they left. If you are mining a water body, you are undertaking an illegal activity. The Minerals Commission describes such mining activities, polluting water bodies or destroying forests as an illegality. Barbara or Tim Jesse is board chair. Nobody provides a license for you to mine in a water body. It doesn't happen in Ghana. So if you are mining in the water body, it's illegal. That is why now with Operation Halt, we are concentrating on the water bodies and our forests. Because we don't give people licenses to mine in our water bodies and our forests unless the, um, the Forestry Commission has undertaken certain investigations and has given the approval for the person to go and mine in, in, in the forest area. But we soon realized that the environmental effects of a Contaminating operations was to be the least of our concern. Well, so that's what my colleague Erastus Asari Donko found out. But 
addressing participants at the 28th National and uh, 16th Biennial Congress of the National Union of Ghana Catholic Diocese and Priest Association held in Kofirija. The president indicated that the company has done no wrong. Let me respond briefly to the chairperson on the issue of illegal mining. I want to assure him and all of you that Akonta Mining is not engaged in any illegal mining anywhere in Ghana as we speak. Further, the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources has, through the agency of the Forestry Commission, with the assistance of the military, made the effort to cordon off all 294 sites of forest reserves in the country and rid them of illegal mining as we speak. We will continue to work to ensure that this situation remains permanent. This government is determined to win the fight against Galamsey, no matter the cost in effort. Well, so that's the president addressing participants at the 28th National uh, and 16th Biennial Congress of the National Union of Ghana Catholic Diocese and Priest Association held in uh, Kofirija in the eastern region. Uh, it's a good time now to speak with convener of the Media Coalition against uh, Galamse, Ken Ashikbe. And, uh, Engineer, at this point, uh, many of us uh, are wondering what you make of the president's defense uh, of, of the activities of Akunta Mining, knowing uh, that there's already a report from a state institution and ministry for that matter on this issue. Well, thank you very much, Leslie. Uh, <clears throat> so if you hear the president saying, uh, so in response to the chairman, the president was referring to me. Uh, at that particular uh, conf- uh, congress, I was the chairman of the event. So when I was giving my, my opening remarks, what I did was to say that I was not going to miss the opportunity of having the president there present, and then the members of the Ghana Catholic Bishops' Conference also present. Because you remember that the Bishops' Conference, when they had their congress in Don Kokum in November, had also issued a statement support what the media coalition had been saying, that Akonta Mining was involved in an illegality. So there was a call for an arrest of the directors, uh, an investigation and prosecution of the same, uh, for having sinned against the Minerals and Mining Act as amended. So that was uh, my call to the president. And so when he was uh, concluding his remarks, then he responded to that call in that manner. Uh, but it's instructive uh, to hear the president say that uh, Akonta Mining Limited were not involved in any illegality as we speak. If you look at the petition that was sent to the uh, the IGP and then the Attorney General sometime and we copied to the president, and for which we sent a reminder just this week, um, we were talking about the incidents that Erastos has reported and then also the press release that was issued by the Minister uh, for uh, Land and Natural Resources in September and uh, the statement issued by the Minerals Commission also in collaboration with the minister, and then incidents like the clash between the Akonta Mining Limited staff and then the people of Samaraboy when the Akonta Mining people were attempting to go back into the forest reserves. So we're referring to illegality that had happened in 2022. 
illegality that the OSP is also investigating. And yeah, but, but sorry for, for sorry for cutting through at this point. But but that's why I guess the president may be, um, of course clear when he says as we speak it appears that the place in contention the Tano Nimri forest reserve area it appears the president may have intelligence that the uh, company is no longer operating in this reserve yes, but you know the crime has no time bar they committed a crime in 2022 that's the crime we're asking for investigation of not something that should be happening as we speak we are not referring to any activity that is happening there as we speak so I would want to give the president the benefit of the doubt, but say to the OSC and say to the IGP that that investigation needs to happen of what happened in, uh, uh, in 2022, for which the Minerals uh, Commission issued a statement in support of what the Minister for Land and Natural Resources has said, for which the people of Samarboy fought and there was a standoff between them and then Akunta Mining Limited people for which uh, Erastus also did, uh, uh, you know, did his, his expose. And, you know, we need to ask the question, you know, what the equipment that were moved out of the forest reserve, uh, you know, after, you know, the minister's uh, statement, whose equipment were, 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 were those, you know, and the structures that were destroyed in the forest reserve. And so that is what we are talking about. So we are not saying what is happening as we speak on the 4th of uh, January 2023. Uh, and I get that point. Uh, in fact, we'll be exploring details of the uh, fresh demand you're making and placing before the Inspector General of Police uh, as part of a new petition that you filed. We'll explore that shortly. Uh, but I'm just wondering what the reaction was. Uh, this is supposed to be uh, a Congress of the National Union of Ghana Catholic Diocese and Priests. Uh, their leadership as part of um, the bigger umbrella body of uh, Christendom. We've seen, uh, I mean, religious leaders visit illegal mining sites and offer prayers, hoping that, uh, I mean, the good Lord would intervene uh, for these activities to stop. What what do you sense was the reaction at the time the president was clear that uh, Kunta mining has done no wrong? Listen, I think you're completely wrong. The, 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 the church did not only just visit... Uh, places that, you know, illegal mining was employed. There, if you go back and read a statement of uh, the Christian Council, read a statement of the Catholic Bishops' Conference, they are very categorical in calling leadership to do some action. So the issue of the prayer was just an addition. And so sometimes it's, it's, it's very wrong when we cast them as if there's a problem to be solved and all they were doing was praying. And so it was on the back of the statement that had been issued very forcefully so by the Catholic Bishops' Conference, calling on government to act that in the meeting that the president was present and the president of the Catholic Bishops' Conference and some of his bishops were also present. It was based on that that I raised that issue. That, the, you know, and, the, you know, so the president then gave that response. In terms of what they respond, the, the reactions would be maybe you need to ask them. Uh, a few people clapped, you know, when that was said. Uh, uh, you know, a few people also, you know, you could look at the shock in their faces. But uh, when I spoke to one of the priests, he said, well, the president was talking about as we speak. So uh, so that might be different from what the bishops' conference had, you know, has uh, raised issues in, in, uh, in November 2022. And so it will be important to find out what actually the president meant and what uh, superior intelligence that he has. Uh, but again, I would just say to the OSP, I would say to the police, uh, 
command that it is important that they go back and look at the 2022 issues that were reported and, by the and, minister and for which we also petitioned. And, and I believe this is the, a very good time to get into it. Uh, you've served a fresh letter to the Ghana Police Service, uh, i.e. the Inspector General of Police. Uh, tell us why, uh, I mean, you're sending this new petition and what has it got to do with in terms of uh, the activities of Akonta Mining Limited? Right. So, um, you know, when the, um, the minister issued uh, that statement in uh, September 2022 and then the, the Minerals Commission collaborated it in October 2022, we then sent a petition to the Attorney General and the IGP. The Attorney General responded to us and told us that, you know, by the law, they, on their own volition, cannot initiate an investigation. It was the police and other bodies like the OSPs who could initiate those uh, investigations. And then when the IGP did, uh, when the police did, they would uh, uh, come to them for advice or uh, they could also even prosecute the case. So it was not for them to be able to do that, uh, you know, to to do the investigation. But then the IGP, when he received uh, the letter we sent, had indicated uh, a time that we were supposed to meet. But then he came back again to say that, you know, some of that pressing needs uh, would require that that be postponed. And as we speak, uh, you know, we have not had any response from him. So uh, the reason why we sent the letter back to him was just to remind him that, uh, you know, this issue was still pending. We're waiting for the meeting with him. And we had also not seen any investigation any arrest investigation or prosecution taking place so far as that case was concerned. Mm. Our concern is that it is important that Ghana that currently is, uh, in terms of water supply, we are the vulnerable state and slipping to a distressed state. It was important that, you know, when people fall far of the law, it does not matter who is involved in it. We make sure that the persons face the full rigors of the law. And so uh, for us, it was critical. Like people right. like Aisha Wan, people like Akonta Mining, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people who are involved in these illegalities, when they, when they are found out, they are actually prosecuted, but given, punished. But given the president's comments now, are you hopeful that the IGP will still go ahead with the investigation? Well, listen, you know that sovereignty resides with the people. If you, the media, decides to keep quiet. And then that would happen. But if we continue to ask, and, you know, and ask for the right things to be done, the OSP is, you know, in the process of investigating. Uh, the IGP should, because the president was talking about as we speak. We are not asking for prosecution of things that have happened as we speak. So we are asking the IGP to investigate what happened in 2022, and then make sure that the the right things are done. Uh, and I'm grateful that uh, convener of the Media Coalition Against uh, Illegal Mining, Ken Ashigbe, speaking to us there. Uh, now, uh, we also need to talk about this. The reconstruction of the APT community in the western region is 30% complete, with a project expected to be handed over in June this year. This is according to the Lands and Natural Resources Minister, Samuel Abujinapur, speaking after inspecting the progress of work on the new site. He assured government is committed to ensuring the residents are restored to a better state. We'll hear from him shortly, but first, uh, let's listen to uh, the architect of the APT Reconstruction Committee, Charles uh, Blankson-Himan, who says the buildings are environmentally friendly and all social amenities will be provided. 13 people were killed and dozens injured uh, on January 20 when a truck loaded with uh, mining explosive detonated. 
We are above 30% completion. Um, and we expect that by June 5th, we should complete the entire project and then hand over. Thank you. So you have 30% complete, you say? Yes, 30%, above 30%. So what, what has happened so far? This phase one is the core. The original Apiasi Township that got blasted, comprising of about 120 houses or so. That is what is being built. Uh, the, the work is impressive. Um, we are using the compressed earth bricks, making the green technology to be quite successful in this execution. It takes a bit more time to produce the compressed earth bricks, but it is very um, climatically inclined. So we are hoping that very soon they will start the roofing on the house. And so by the June uh, this year, how many houses are we going to see? We should be able to finish the core. The core. Yes, about 124. Obviously, because of the Christmas break, work has slowed down, but a lot has been done in the last three, four months. So we are hoping that by the June, yeah. Well, uh, we can now hear from the Lance Natural Resources Minister himself, Samuel Abujinapolo, says the contractors are on schedule to finish the construction itself in June. We are building a model community, building a community to become a model for other rural communities in our country. And indeed, what has happened in the APAT community is a clear testimony that we have a government that walks the talk, not a government of talk, but, but a government of action and a government of work, walking the talk and making sure that all the commitments we make, we keep to the commitment. We are fully determined to make sure that we complete this reconstruction and ensure that the people of APAT are resettled and resettled properly. So that's uh, Land and Natural Resources Minister Samuel Abujinapom. Uh, Max Olagbaba, my colleague, uh, travelled uh, with the minister. He's joining us uh, via phone uh, for more on this. And Maxwell, I understand that you are in the uh, PAT community itself. Uh, this has been a year uh, since uh, this uh, sad incident. W- what has changed so far in the community? Well, uh, blessed, um, not much has changed. Um, people say time is a great healer, um, but time has rather worsen the plight of the people. Um, I met a young man who lost his tricycle last year. When I interacted with him, he told me he's the breadwinner of his family and usually uses um, the tricycle to cut goods from Bogosu to Apiatse. Uh, when the explosives detonated, his tricycle was shredded into um, smithereens. Um, he couldn't take any part of it. He says the family of five have no means of survival now, and they only rely on the benevolence of um, people. He said, but for the food they get from the camp, they would have starved to death. Um, but a visit of the minister today has put smiles back on the faces of the affected residents. Um, his announcement of the completion of the first phase of the project in June was set with loud applause. Um, he also donated um, some bags of rice, cooking oil, okay, and, Maxwell. and many other things that made a donation of 15000 to the community. Many of them who I spoke to after um, said that the new program was to mitigate um, their um, current hardship. And they say that um, the minister has given them some, some kind of hope that in the next month, in the right. next five months, the project mm. Okay. So, so that's my colleague Maxwell Agwagwa, who's uh, with the minister. Fortunately, uh, the Lands and Natural Resources Minister Samuel Abujina Paul himself is joining us. Um, thank you, sir, for your time on News Night. You're equally returning from the site. Are you impressed with the work done so far? 
Thank you very much, my good friend, and uh, good evening to your cherished listeners. Yes, I'm very impressed. The um, uh, progress of work is on schedule. I think they are ahead of schedule by even a percentage or so. And um, so far, the first phase, which is the core of the development, the reconstruction, which is 124 uh, of um, housing units, uh, two-bedroom housing unit to seven-bedroom housing unit, uh, is very much on course. And then um, a school block, kindergarten, primary school, a market, um, the road network, water, electricity, all of those are on course. And I think that is very satisfactory, given that the incident happened barely a year ago on January 20th last year. I think it's considerable work done. Uh, it's considerable, but the traditional authorities are beginning to raise new demands. They are asking for more in terms of the uh, the trust fund that was created for the community. How are you working to address their concerns? Well, first of all, I think it's absolutely important for us to appreciate that um, the funds that are being used for the reconstruction for everything relating and or connected to the PRT uh, incident uh, continue to be public funds. And a good um, uh, part of the funds actually funds donated by individual organizations. So uh, just like all other public funds, the utilization of these funds must be in adherence to the strict standards of transparency and value for money. There is a, a board of trustee of a sort, headed by no mean a person by the respected uh, Dr. Joyce Ai, And I do know that she's insisting on very high standards of due process. So I will channel this demand to the uh, trustees, and I think they'll make a decision on that. Mm, uh, and, Honorable Minister, what you still have on your desk is lessons learned and, and the need for policy measures to ensure safety in the mining sector itself. Uh, what measures are you likely to roll out in, in, in this uh, year just to enhance safety in the mining sector? Very brilliant question, and I couldn't agree with you more. Um, as you know, we've got Professor Richard Amankwa, who is the Vice Chancellor of uh, George Park Grant University of Mines and Technology to chair a committee. This committee presented this report about eight or so months ago. I should say that the report was very comprehensive with far-reaching recommendations. Those recommendations are being implemented by the Minerals Commission strictly. And, and my understanding and the report I have is that the measures are, are helping a great deal. A gamut of measures. Uh, if, for example, in the past, these explosive vehicles did not travel with uh, alarm vehicles in front and at the back. All of that uh, are now part of the gamut of measures they have to adhere to, uh, including uh, tracking devices. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a range of measures we put in place then. I think that it will help a great deal to forestall the recurrence of such an incident. Uh, and as we let go of you, um, your boss, the President of the Republic, uh, has been speaking about the sector. Uh, you've been helping him uh, sanitize the system in terms of your fight against illegal mining. But uh, interestingly, the President says that Akunta Mining has done no wrong. And as we speak, they are not engaged in illegal mining. Um, is the case that there have been developments uh, post what transpired? Uh, after which you issued a statement indicating that the company uh, was engaged in illegal mining within a for, uh, forest reserve. First of all, the president did not say that. He did not say that Akunta Mining has done no wrong, not at all. The president was addressing the Catholic Priest Association in Kofoidia, 
Association raised an issue, the issue of Akunta mining. And in response, the president said, as we speak, Akunta mining is not engaged in any illegal mining activities in any forest reserve. It was an assurance he was given to the Catholic priests uh, as a way of response when they uh, expressed um, anxiety about the activities of Akuntama, the alleged activities of Akuntama. And the president said they are not involved in illegal mining as we speak. That is a statement of fact. What happened before, uh, what is being done about it, all of those are matters which are under consideration and under investigation by the Ghana Police Service and the special prosecutor. So the president did not speak about anything to do with the past. He was speaking about what is the state of affairs today, and it was an assurance to them. And he went further to say that the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources is taking steps to cordon off the 295 forest reserves in our country and prevent any attack on these forest reserves by illegal mining. So it has absolutely nothing to do with what happened in the past. The president was talking about what has what is the state of affairs today? What is the situation on the ground today? And the president uh, made a statement, of, a statement of fact. All right. And pressure is still mounting from groups such as the Media Coalition Against Illegal Mining uh, asking the IGP to crack down because they believe crime is crime. Uh, and you are a lawyer as well. You agree that irrespective of the time the incident or illegal activity occurred, uh, there's still an element of evidence uh, for which you could prosecute persons involved in such an activity. Uh, so you agree that irrespective of how long uh, the activity may have taken place, you, you still have a chance to prosecute individuals involved, correct? I'm on the same wavelength with whoever or whichever outfit which calls for uh, crime to be punished. I mean, that's the only way we can come to grips with this issue of legal sports demand. People who are involved in it must be punished, which is why I'm particularly excited by the judgment of the circuit court. Uh, by imposing a hefty fine on illegal miners today. We are fully, fully committed to prosecution and fully committed to uh, uh, punishing people who engage in illegal mosque mining. As I just indicated to you, this matter is squarely within the uh, four corners of the Ghana Police Service. They've been uh, collaborating with my office. They've requested for some documents and some information. we provided all of them to them. We've, we've incorporated with them fully. And, uh, yes, I mean, if it's established that some crime has been committed or some wrongdoing has been perpetrated, why not? But, but there are questions the about the earlier statement you signed yourself as part of measures to sanitize the area. You were clear in indicating that Akunta Mining was engaged in illegal activities in the Tano Nemere Forest Reserve. It was part of the statement uh, that you issued after your initial um, investigations. You take your time and, and, and read the statement again. I did indicate that information reaching means that this company is involved in, alleged to be involved in activities in the forest reserve, which is not permitted by law. And I proceeded to act accordingly. Beyond that, uh, a petition has been lodged to the police. Beyond that, a petition has been lodged to the special prosecutor. I myself, when I received my report from the Forest Commission, referred the matter to the Ghana Police Service. For further investigation, that's the, the due process of law in our country. If somebody were to make an allegation against you, my friend, the only way we can establish the veracity or otherwise of it is that the allegation is investigated. And the people who have the mandate, the legal mandate, to conduct such investigations are the Ghana Police Service. And they are thoroughly doing that so far as I'm concerned. As I said, they've written to me several times to seek for information and to seek for 
material on, on this particular matter. And I finished them with that. Why don't we wait for them to conclude their investigations? And a chase will fall where they may. And I'm grateful uh, for your time. That's uh, Samuel Abu the Lands and Natural Resources Minister, speaking to us there. Time now for business. George, we are here. Hi. And uh, coming up in business, <laughs> their great workers cast out over sectors, picked up fortunes despite improved GDP numbers with the third quarter of last year. And also to layers downplay claims of massive profits due to the huge diaspora arrivals for Christmas events in Ghana. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Ghana Pay and Alliance Life. Let's now settle for third details. Agric workers are casting doubts over sectors' improved fortunes because of some good economic growth numbers covering the sector for last year. Latest GDP figures show that Agric sector recorded the highest growth of almost 5% for the third quarter. 2022. This has led to something that the sector has turned the corner. The General Secretary of the General Agricultural Workers Union, Edward Carraway, disagrees. It's a disaster in the sand. We are not interested in statistics. Because statistics do not put food on anybody's table. You just go to the field and you find out that there's nothing. Look, you talk about maize, there's no maize. You talk about rice, there's no rice. Go and check the price. You know, uh, uh, as at last year, last year this time, a bag of maize uh, in the northern part of the country was between 150 to 200 uh, uh, cities. Today, it is 450 to 550 Ghana cities. Why is that so? It's also so because we did not uh, invest more in 2022. So it reflected in the yields. Yields have been very poor. Uh, in 2022, and therefore reflecting the lack of or the non-availability of the, the food staff. Edward Karua is the General Secretary of the General Agricultural Workers Union. Now, hoteliers say they are yet to establish the positive impact of diaspora arrivals with the major events in Ghana last month on their operations. The country during the Christmas period hosted events that brought a lot of foreigners into the country. Some Ghanaians also returned home with these hotels hosting most of the events and meetings that actually have signed up to things. And some have said that this has signaled that things have improved for the hotels now. Looking at what happened during the COVID-19 pandemic, let's hear from the president of the Ghana Hotelier Association, Dr. Edward Akanyamike. Until for now, we are looking at the compilation of the figures, but uh, quite a number of factors uh, have influenced uh, the performance in this Unitide and then the, also the, the feedback that we are getting so far indicates that. And indeed, this Unitide is the first free, if I should put it that way, Unitide after COVID-19, where, when the, all the restrictions uh, were lifted. So, and of course, the December in GH, you know, it's caught on very well. And the, the, this year has been great, better than last year. So, you look at all these factors, and that has also uh, promoted our business. President of the Ghana Hoteliers Association, Dr. Edward Aka Nyamike. Now, European Union says measures to help agribusiness solicit funding 
from financial entities across the world is key to attracting investors. According to team lead for macroeconomics and trade section at the EU, Timothy Dolan, this will help small and medium enterprises in agribusiness link up with bigger markets to expand their operations. He was speaking at a capacity building workshop for small businesses in Ghana. It's a new program to support the green, digital and inclusive private sector development. This new program will expand EU engagement in sectors with strong opportunities for value and job creation, social cohesion and digitalization. Private sector development program will support the development of private sector opportunities, especially those with innovative and sustainable business models, including e-service and e-commerce, green tech and other sustainable initiatives. Let me conclude my remarks by highlighting EU's appreciation for the activity involvement Timothy Dolan is team lead uh, macroeconomic and trade section of the European Union here in Ghana and that's all for business on Newsnight. Grateful George Architect of the National Cathedral, Sir David Ajay, has described as fake investigations claims of opaque dealings in the ongoing construction of the edifice. An amount of 113 million cities was paid to David Ajay and Associates design team as consultancy fees for the National Cathedral, raising concerns from civil society organizations and the opposition National Democratic Congress. Uh, speaking in an exclusive interview with Joy News' Maxwell Ababa on the sidelines of the Black Star Line Festival summit here in Accra, the architect fell short of responding to calls for the discontinuation of the project, but observed that the debate on the construction should be a healthy one. I mean, for me, it's so important that the diaspora are part of the development of the continent. Um, I think that we have to make opportunities, the government has to make opportunities to allow for um, people from the diaspora to feel very comfortable to come and invest their money back on back at home. And, you know, I just think that times like this, this festival is a really fantastic moment where the diaspora can hear from people that are here, but also mix with each other. You know, half the problem is that we don't see each other, we don't meet each other. So making situations where we can meet each other, network, exchange ideas, and talk about opportunities is a big part of it. What do you make of assertions out there that um, the environment is not conducive enough? We know you have designed very notable, you know, buildings in the U.S. You've done a lot, even in the U.K., moved to Ghana. Like you mentioned, employing 120 people in your, you know, Africa office now. You designed the National Cathedral. You've seen the position that is, you know, uh, uh, against it. What do you make of all of that? So I, I just think that there is nothing wrong with healthy debate. <laughs> it's great. Everybody should have an opinion and talk about how they feel about everything. And things should be allowed to be investigated and checked so everybody feels comfortable. There is nothing hidden or nothing opaque. Everything is going through the systems that can be checked through the government. So that is wonderful. In terms of waking the environment sort of so that people can have businesses here, this is incredibly important. Incredibly important. It's incredibly important to have healthy debates. It's incredibly important to have healthy discussions and interrogate things. What is really sad and boring 
is when people just make accusations based on anything that is not actually investigated. So fake investigations are just really reflect badly on the people who are investigating. So that's my opinion. You, you think people are making baseless accusations? I think that all the information is in the public realm, and actually people are ignoring to look at the information. And they're saying things that are counter to what is actually out there in the public realm. Finally, before you go, um, what, what do you make uh, of calls for the project to discontinue? Okay, I can't talk about this. This is not what I'm here for. Okay, okay. And that's uh, Sir David Ajay. He's architect of the National Cathedral. The chairperson of the Board of Trustees of the Cathedral, Opoko Nyinai, maintains that the cathedral will be built according to schedule. He spoke on Hard Truth uh, on the Joy News channel. The cathedral has faced opposition right from the inception of the cathedral. Once the proposal came in, or once the president presented it, it started with... Uh, challenges. Mm. Why the change, um, you know, in swifting the in the price of the cathedral? You know, the, when the idea came, I, I I considered the cathedral like the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. It took somebody like even Joseph to interpret it well and 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 bring out. He was able to interpret and was able to bring out the plans very well. So he dreamt, and then the. The explanation, mm. interpretation comes along. And it has been been unfolded gradually and progressively. So, who is, so initially, who is interpreting the project now? Is it the, the trustees? The trustees, the former trustee. And the trustees um, is trying as a body to interpret. Because it was a new idea that he brought. And it's a cathedral with museum and biblical gardens you know so as it is being interpreted and worked upon then the price changes so that is what is happening it's not anything deliberate do we need a cathedral as a nation now initially that was the issue but i thought we had gone past that since the issue went to court it was accepted and we've already started it. We've laid the foundation, a very solid foundation. About three, three floors will be underground. Wow. Yeah, about three floors. So we've gone past that. And once we have begun it, we need to complete People are crying. Cost of living is high. Do we need a cathedral? Yeah, cost of living. Mm. I, I doubt if a time will come that we say that the cost of living is okay for us to do what we want to do. But I know that... I think that people have not understood the composition of the cathedral and the museum with the biblical guy. And that's uh, the chairperson of the Board of Trustees for the National Cathedral, Reverend Opoku Onyena, ending a news night here on Joy 99.7 FM. Our top story, President Akufado puts up strong defense for Akunta Mining Company Limited, insisting the company is not involved in any form of illegal mining anywhere in Ghana. And bless us for more news, log on to myjoyonline.com.